welcome to Tried and True Podcast, hosted by Todd and Joy McLaughlin. We are so glad you're here. We know that each one of you is busy, and we're just honored that you have chosen to spend some of your time with us. You may be wondering where our title, Tried and True, came from. Well, our inspiration behind how we live is Jesus and how he lived his life as we see it in his word, the Bible. His ways have been tried and found to be true, and that's how we try to pattern our lives. Combined, Todd and I have over a hundred years of life experience on this planet. Makes us sound very old, doesn't it? It does. We've been married for over three decades, and we have a whole lot of years of parenting experience. We've done a few things right along the way. We've done a lot of things not so right along the way. But we have always found that the best way in our marriage and parenting and relationships is God's way. So we hope for this space to just be a casual, honest, sit at the table with a beverage of your choice kind of place to learn and grow together. We certainly don't have all the answers, but we know who does. So just sit back and relax and be encouraged. And if you have any topics that you would like us to cover or any questions, please just let us know. We just want to be authentic and encourage others to grow in their marriage and family relationships. We've done a lot of growing over the years, haven't we? We have, yep. <laughs> we have grown up together. We were young when we got married. We'll get into that, share more about that. But tell us a little bit about you and how you grew up. I grew up in a small town in Iowa. Mm-hmm. I grew up on a farm. We had horses and cattle. We pretty much worked from sun up to sundown, and there wasn't much time for playing. I mean, it was it was always always work. Um, there was the story about playing in the cow pies, though. Huh. <laughs> yeah, we had a big pile of cow manure. I got this idea. I must have been I don't know <laughs> nine or ten, maybe, that I was going to play play in this pile. And my dad seen me, and boy. He was not very happy with me. I probably got a whipping out of that, I'm sure. Yeah. You probably got hosed down out in the yard, I imagine. I'm (laughs) I'm sure of that, too. But I have three brothers and a sister. Went to school just in a little little town and uh, ended up not graduating from that school. I still have some friends there that know that every now and again you'll stay in contact with with them. But I haven't haven't been back to the town in a long time. Ended up going down to Arizona. I stop and let Joy take over. (laughs) So I grew up born in California, but I grew up in Phoenix then. I am the youngest of three. I have an older brother and an older sister. Um, My dad was a pastor, so I grew up in a pastor's family. Mom was a nurse. Yeah, and so I just grew up and just went to a private school, a Christian school, up through sixth grade, and then our family moved to Washington for a few years. And then uh, when I was in ninth grade, we moved back down to Phoenix, went to a private school, and got a great education there. In our junior year then, we it was a small private school, and our graduating class probably only had 33-something students in it. So whenever there were new students coming in, it was a really big deal. So the summer before our junior year, I heard that there were two new guys coming to our class. That was pretty exciting. One of them was Todd, and another one actually was in our wedding. A 
good friend, but I heard that there was a football player from Iowa coming, and I wanted to meet this guy. So I was on the football team. I played volleyball, and I was a cheerleader that year. And we were having a car wash and practice before school even started. And um, that was the first day that I saw him. What do you have to say about that day? Yeah, I had I had met Joy's best friend, Shell. I can't remember how we met, but somehow it was relayed to me that Joy was interested in maybe going out and getting to know each other a little bit better. And, yeah, and I was kind of forward, wasn't I? Yes, you were. <laughs> You know, you see what you want, you go after it. Yeah, being from a small town, I didn't quite know how to. <laughs> Those fast city girls, huh? Yeah, but I was pretty excited, though. Yeah, so we saw each other that day from a distance, and I don't exactly remember how you asked me out, but you asked me to go out on a date shortly, I think, just within a few days probably of that time. And so how did our first date go? <laughs> well... As I said, you know, being being from a rural community, you pretty much knew where everybody lived in about a five-mile square. And I really wasn't very acquainted with how the addresses worked in, in Phoenix. I mean, it was a little overwhelming being in a really huge city. You went from a few thousand people to a few million people. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Joy gave me her address, and I thought I had found the right address, but I went and knocked on the door, and nobody came to the door. Um, I knocked and knocked and knocked and... You thought I stood you up, didn't you? The more I knocked, the matter <laughs> I got. So I went I went back home and I ended up calling Joy and said, where are you at? I went to your house and knocked on your door. So my side of that story is I got all fixed up, as us girls do, for a hot date. And I waited and I waited and I waited and waited and waited. <laughs> And, and I mean, I don't remember getting mad. I just was confused or, you know, maybe I misunderstood. This was back in the day before cell phones. So you couldn't just, you know, text or get a hold of somebody really easily. So then, yeah, so Todd finally called. He said, I went to your house. You weren't there. I said, you weren't at my house. Long story short, found the house and we went out on a date. And we went to... Peter Piper Pizza. We did. And then I think we went on to a movie, as far as we can remember. That was decades ago. Yeah, so that was fun. We dated. You were living in Phoenix at your brother's house. Your brother was married, had some little kids. And so I remember going over there at least a couple of times to work on homework. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. So anyways, so we dated for about a month, and then there was a breakup. And that is a story for another day. It's a good one, though. It's a good one. After things settled down, we were friends. I mean, you know, it was such a small class. Like, you had to be friends. <laughs> there just weren't that many people. So we were friends. So we finished out school, got to graduation, and graduation comes and goes, and you move back to Iowa. Yep, I was going to start a farm, start farming with the family, and mm -hmm. uh, yep. we kind of lost contact. We uh, Yep, and so Todd had been homecoming king our senior year, and my friend Michelle had been homecoming queen. And so, you know, as is tradition, the king and queen come back to crown the new king and queen. So Michelle apparently had been in contact with Todd about coming back down, and we were all friends 
found out he was coming back in town. That was exciting. You came down, though, with the intention of not seeing me. Dating Michelle. Of dating Michelle. It didn't work out. No. Okay. Good for me. <laughs> anyway, so we kind of reconnected a little bit. And you left. And you were going, traveling to horse shows, right? With your family. Yeah, went to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm -hmm. It was a big... Somehow, somehow I called and left a message somewhere. For, and somehow Todd got the message. And right? then I called you up and... Yeah. You invited me to come up to Iowa for a few days. So I flew up to Iowa. Yeah. So tell me about the drive back here. Uh, I picked her up at the airport and being in a small town out in the country. Rural community. Rural community. Mm -hmm. I told her, I said, yeah, we don't, we don't have indoor plumbing. We don't have any running water. And there was outhouses that some of these farmhouses that they just leave them up mm -hmm. as decorations now. But... <laughs> I told her, I said, yeah, look at the, look at the outhouses. And I could just see the, the panic in her eyes. I'm like, what on earth have I gotten myself into? But I ended up telling her that wasn't true. And she was relieved, I believe. So I stayed up there for a few days. And then during the course of that time, you decided to move back down to Phoenix. Yeah, my mom and dad wasn't even there. No, just Carol. So why did right? we, why did you come up? You invited me to come up. I said yes. You're, but you had a housekeeper there. Carol? Is that Carol, her name? Yeah. yeah. Carol Kidney. Yes. So it was all above board. She kept an eye on us. <laughs> so. Thank you, Carol. <laughs> kept us pure. <laughs> so you decided to move back to Phoenix. We actually drove back to Phoenix together. Yep. It's crazy. That just seems like such like a lifetime ago. And then we were dating. And that was in November. All right, so fast forward a fast two months, and we're engaged. How did that happen? Joy was working at an ice cream place, and I was waiting for her at her apartment. And uh, her and Lisa came home, and we were just kind of sitting around talking, I think. And all of a sudden, we hear this loud crash. I mean, it just sounded like somebody had run into a dumpster. Well, they didn't run into a dumpster. They ran into Joy's car, then into my car. Yeah. And my car hit a pole. Yeah. So and I was kind of sad about all of that. And then Todd's like, how do I cheer Joy up? I'll ask her to marry me. <laughs> it did cheer me up. <laughs> so you asked me to marry you. It was actually on my dad's birthday. We were getting ready to go have dinner with the family. And you brought me a box of chocolates. Yep. I hid the ring in a box of chocolates. I couldn't get her to have a piece of chocolate. <laughs> Finally, I had to get kind of... He's like, no, you want a piece of chocolate. <laughs> I got really stern with her and told her to open that box. Wow. Okay, not quite. No, but... not really. <laughs> anyway, Sounds good, right? Right. So we were engaged. And then fast forward a few more months and we got married. We got married August of that year then. First year was pretty great. It was a lot of fun. You know, we were young when we got married. We were 19, clueless. You know, like ignorance is bliss sometimes. And... It was a blissful year. It was a good year. We found out about six months after we got married that we were pregnant with our first son. And, um, you know, life was good and we were excited about the future. And then, then... Our lives changed completely. Changed. We experienced the loss of the family business. Todd worked with his family and, you know, that's, that's a whole story for another day. That's a lot of stories for a lot of days, but... 
anyway and you know it just really threw us for a loop we just really weren't prepared to handle stuff and so the, our marriage got pretty rocky after that just trying to get our footing again and really we we just really weren't rooted in Christ at that point, and we struggled. We struggled in just about every way possible, and it was rough. And in the middle of all of that, then, we had another son, and we got to the point. We bought a house, and we fought a lot. There were holes and walls and lots of tears, and I don't even... I couldn't even tell you what we thought about. I mean, we've tried to even remember at this point, and we can't. But um, I remember one night I took the two little boys and put them in the car, and I drove to a strip mall, and, and I just sat there. And at that point, I was just ready to be done. I Todd was ready to be done, right? I yeah, mean, I was done. We were just, we were done. And I just remember sitting there trying to plan out how I could leave with the kids and like how I could make it work and I just remember just hearing like in my spirit I didn't hear it audibly but God just said go home you know and I I know at that point like I was I was crying out to God and like what do I do like help me you know it wasn't coming necessarily from a place of trust with him but desperation and he just said go home and um you know and in the midst of all the turmoil, I knew that that was the right thing to do, and I, I knew something was going to happen. So went back home, and it was within, I think, just a couple weeks after that, a friend of ours from church, Linda, approached me and asked if I wanted to run a marathon. And she had never run at all. I had run some in high school, and she... Not just some. You were a medal holder in the mile and the half mile. So she was a runner. I was a runner. Always in my corner, aren't you? I am. <laughs> so I said yes, jumped at the chance to train for this marathon with her. So over the course of the next year then, training for this marathon, Linda and I ran together almost every day. And she counseled me. I would share my frustrations and share my disappointments and my hurts with her. And she was amazing. She listened, but she never just like let me off the hook. She would listen and she'd always ask, but how did you respond? How did you respond? What did you do? Like she always took it back to doing the right thing. And our families got close during that year. And there would be evenings where Todd and I were just kind of at an impasse. And we knew we could call them and they would come if they were able to. And just, I remember them coming over like one in the morning. Yeah. Or two in the morning. Or and just they would come and they would sit with us and love us and counsel us. And so the, the culmination of that counseling year was actually running the marathon. We all went to Honolulu, and uh, Linda and I ran the marathon, and Todd and her husband, Doug, rode mopeds and kind of cheered us on along the course, and, and it was amazing. And so, you know, we knew at that point, you know, and I mean, our marriage hasn't been perfect since then. We still have stuff, like everybody has stuff, but we knew, like being on the other side of that, that God was going to use our story to help other people you know, the lessons that we've learned. So we are just really thankful for that. And so that's where we're at now. And we've gotten to walk with some people in their marriages and counsel and encourage people. And that's kind of what this whole podcast is born out of is we want to inspire and give hope to people. And I know we're going to share stories that really seem far-fetched. Yeah. But they are as real as the day <laughs> is blue. Yeah, we've got some stories. So... It's not all serious. 
we've got some fun stuff too. So um, we're going to wrap this one up. We are just figuring out what this is going to look like, but we want to stay on the shorter side, short and sweet. And we just encourage you to come back and listen to the next one. And like I said, if you have anything, any topics that you'd like us to cover, or you have any questions, just to let us know. And we're going to do our best to just encourage and inform. <laughs> and have some fun along the way. And have some fun. We love to have fun. So blessings to you. And we don't have a sign out. Over and out. <laughs> no. Okay, he doesn't we'll, like that we'll, one. We'll find something. We'll work on that. All right, see you later. Bye.